This episode of The Incubator is proudly sponsored by Chiesi. Do you find yourself juggling multiple websites and clinical tools as you care for your patients? NeoCarePal is a resource providing access to multiple clinical calculators in just one place. To learn more, visit nicuconnections.com backslash NeoCarePal. This is The Incubator, a weekly discussion about new advances in neonatology and the fascinating individuals who make this progress possible. I am Dr. Ben Korsha. And I'm Dr. Daphne Yasova-Barbeau. We are neonatal intensive care physicians. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We are joined by Dr. Chris Reber and Milenka cuevas Guys, how are you today? Doing well. Enjoying the conference and been a great day. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us, but it's been a great conference. I'm happy to be here. Can you tell us a little bit which institutions you're coming from and uh, if you have any role or if you're part of any, uh, any groups in the CHNC, uh, which, which one are those? So I'm currently the division chief of Texas Children's Hospital, division chief of neonatology at Texas Children's Hospital, Baylor College of Medicine. And I have been involved with CHNC since the very beginning when we all got in a room and said, hey, we need a database. So I've been privileged to be part of this amazing group. And so now I'm on the CHNC exec committee and then I'm the um, co uh, leader of the annual symposium with uh, Anthony Piazza. Right. And I'm also Tessa Children's, uh, Baylor College of Medicine, uh, but uh, my major role is in the BPT Collaborative, and I am also run the BPT Consult Service at my place. But I think as part of the BPT Collaborative, somehow I've been an unofficial member of the Severe Group, Big Relief Group, and the CHNC, because like I, I, I will also get in those meetings without even knowing how to join. And then at some point, I, I, I realized how to make it official, yeah. but yes. Yeah, Leif and Karna were on uh, yesterday and telling us all the over, I mean, there's a lot of uh, shared uh, goals and alignment and overlapping. So yeah, I think there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of collaborative work happening between the two. Yes, no, we love it. I think one of the things about this meeting, the colloquium, uh, it was amazing. I think it was amazing to, to see the engagement. I feel that my group are people that usually don't talk very much. Uh, and so seeing the engagement and the discussions happening and you, you could see the, you know, the cells kind of moving and thinking what the next thing we're going to do. So I think it, it brings a lot to us. That's awesome. You know, it's funny that you say that I am, you know, we're finding like the, uh, the vibes of different conferences. And obviously the CHNC conference is uh, symposium is also very collaborative, just like mm-hmm. the CHNC itself. Um, but the workshops seem super intentional. Uh, like they're really working spaces. Mm-hmm. Was that always part of the plan or has that changed over the time? 
Well, I, I think we've had the benefit of starting as a smaller group mm-hmm. and growing, and we really have been careful not to lose sight of the fact that we wanted to feel like a collaborative, uh, a very collaborative, um, close-knit group, which I think we've kept that feel. We really make sure that the workshops are a little bit smaller. We make sure that we're, we're developing workshops that really speak to the entire audience. Right. Um, and I think even with the focus groups, we're trying to make sure that people have a space where they can be part of CHNC. They're not just, mm-hmm. they're not just listening in. They're actually a part of CHNC. And, and that includes trainees too. We have a lot of trainees mm-hmm. who are engaged with some of our CHNC focus groups and, and also the workshops. And right. that's been fantastic because I think people feel like they're part of a, uh, they're part of a academic neonatology group or neonatology in general. And we're pretty, cool group as you guys know right <laughs> yeah. neonatology pretty pretty cool group so yeah and this is allowing people not to be the the lonely person with a single interest in their own division right it's like mm-hmm. the, you're not uh you right that you're able to find pe- peers who yeah. share this interest and who are willing to collaborate sorry mm-hmm. we're gonna say so, i mean it's every attendee that we have interviewed you know you can see that everybody feels like a part of something really bigger which is what we want and especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to engaging trainees you know i felt that conferences as a trainee were especially isolating you know like Mm -hmm. maybe your your mentor took you there and they paid some attention to you (laughs) but then you felt like what am i i'm all by myself Mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit about some of the intentional things you guys have done for trainees well, I think today, for example, we, we do try to collaborate with our TCAN group and bring them into um, a lot of our discussions. So they're involved with our educational subcommittee um, as well. We always have a meeting here with the TCAN group and make sure that we have an, a space where they can talk to some of the mid-level, ju- well, junior, mid-level, senior level faculty and and learn tips on interviewing for jobs or how to choose a project in fellowship. Um, but also just being a neonatologist. And I think just being here with this group and engaged gives them a glimpse of what it's like to be a neonatologist and what opportunities there are on neonatologists. As you know, of course, um, from all your conversations around the country, there are so many cool things to do in neonatology. And, and I think we represent all of those things at this yeah. conference. Like anything cool that you uh, heard over the past two days that you're like, man, this is kind of fun and think things you might bring back to your institution? We, well, yeah, there is one thing that I need to bring back to the institution. <laughs> so we, I was part of today in one of the workshops that was engaging parents and everything you do. And uh, they had this tool in one of the places where almost it's, it's like a, um, a light switch, but it gives you the, the, the social determinants of health of each family as soon as you open, you know, the baby chart. It, it, it'll give you red, you know, yellow or green. So at least you, with that, you can then dig in. Yeah, if it's green, you know it's good, right? That's right. probably nothing that you need to be considering when you're planning anything that you're doing with that family. But the fact that you have that, yeah. uh, and as, as a visual, then that can make, the, you know, everything that goes with it in, in, in thinking of how you're going to approach the family, in thinking how are you going to bring them in, or why they come, don't come in, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then everybody's complaining and you don't know. And so I, and, and I think the other thing that I learned that I think would be super uh, helpful too is that 
if you do it on admission, it, it could be different mm. than a discharge, right? That's so I mean, true. And so why don't we do it uh, at least in scheduled time so we can, you know, it, it has to be part of what we do every day, I think. Uh, and including the families in many ways, like even when uh, today Amy was talking about that, I remember one of my patients assumed the legacy tower open. It was going to have uh, surgery, heart surgery, and the mom was pumping and there was no fridge for her to leave. Mm -hmm. And she, did, she it was kind of COVID time, so she didn't have anybody else with her. So I literally walked the entire day during the surgery, bringing her milk to the milk bank mm -hmm. because it's in the other building. And, uh, you know, we complained and... That, that was the first patient that actually got a fridge. Right. So it's kind of like the first patient that they were dealing yeah. with. Mm -hmm. That's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. No, no. There are cool things that I learned. But I actually want to put a plug in to having the opportunity to see men, um, fellows here. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons, too, that we decided to do the workshop for uh, staffing in neonatology. Because I, I think, you know, maybe we're trying to solve what we're living Right. I mean, you know, right now our the stuffing is our problem because we're living on that. But if we don't bring the young folks and their perspectives and how that can improve, it doesn't matter what I think is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what we also wanted to do this workshop tomorrow, so we can bring that perspective. And we have an appointment with you guys after the workshop to tell so us a little bit about update us on definitely, what you definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and anything you're taking home in particular? There's always things that I, I I have a list of things to, to one, uh, you know, every time I hear about a focus group, I always want to think about, okay, which of my faculty are engaged or yeah. which trainees do we have engaged in that focus group? The other piece that I think is exciting is we're pulling in more and more of our, um, our multiple, uh, the other disciplines, our surgeons, <laughs> our APPs. And so making sure that we're keeping them engaged in all these pieces, you know, um, you talked to our nurse, neurosurgeon yesterday, yeah. right? Dr. Limbrick, and he, um, he, uh, has joined one of the focus groups. And, you know, I think there's opportunities at all of our sites to pull in our fetal surgeons, our neurosurgeons, our, um, pediatric surgeons in general. So that's the other piece. I always want to make sure we're keeping those groups engaged. Yeah. I think when you see that happening in real time at a conference, you're like, people do this at home. We yeah. can engage our teams better. You know, our, yeah. the people we work with every day that are just down the hall. Right. Um, I, I love that. That's great. Well, those are great tidbits for yes. everybody to take back with them. Well, Thank you both for joining us. Thank you for Thank being you. here. It's been fun having you at the CHNC. Everybody is Enjoyed having you here. Appreciate Thanks that. So much. Thank Thanks. you, Malika. Thank you, Fritz. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Incubator. If you like this episode, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or the Apple Podcast website. You can find other episodes of The Incubator and new shows from The Incubator Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the podcast app of your choice. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to send us questions, comments, or suggestions to our email address, NICUpodcast at gmail.com or by visiting our website www.the-incubator.org You can also message the show on Instagram or X, formerly known as Twitter at NICU Podcast Thanks again for listening and see you next time This podcast is intended to be purely for entertainment and informational purposes and should not be construed as medical advice If you have any medical concerns please see your primary care practitioner Thank you.